God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay. I'm not okay. You're not okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. The name is Schneider. James Schneider. Down, 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 down. The name is Schnidlywinks. Busy Schnidlywinks. Busy Schnidlywinks. There's a new Bond in town. His name is Busy Schnidlywinks. It's actually pretty good. Well. All right, Bond. Oh, excuse me. Bond died. Busy. Are you busy, busy? No. What's up? Well, the branch of Spectre has reorganized itself. Are you ready to go to Australia? Yes, I am. Throw a shrimp on the Bobby. FYI, GFY. Uh, we were talking about Spectre last week. And how bad it was. You were saying it, it it failed at such a level that it's unfortunately sort of reframed how you see the entire franchise negatively. So what are those what are those things called where one thing hits another thing and then it makes this thing tumble and then it hits some a Rube Goldberg. Hit, Rube Goldberg maze or whatever that thing is called. Mm-hmm. So that's what all the James Bond movies are. It's this one guy and he's walking around solving these little mysteries, killing people, almost getting murdered all the time. Yeah. Fucking chicks, killing chicks after he fucks them, uh, almost being poisoned, almost, but murder and murdering a lot of people along the way. He's not a good guy, right? Like, isn't he kind of like really fucked up in the books? Well, I mean, he's a murderer and he's also traumatized all the time because people are trying to kill him. And he's a liar, you know, because he's a spy. So... And he's a liar. And 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 he lies. But you watch them, you watch the movies, and they're enjoyable because the, you know, first you had Sean Connery, who was arguably the best. And then Daniel Craig, maybe number two, but those guys are the best. And then was Roger. But either uh, way, who are the Roger Moore was Roger Moore. okay. Pierce Brosnan. He was likable. Likable. Uh, and then who's the Remington Steel guy? It was terrible. Horrible. I just know Pierce Brosnan because that was kind of my yeah, era Pier- in the 90s. No, Pierce Brosnan was the worst. He's he's my. Is least he really favorite. the worst? Is he considered the worst? I think he's the worst James Bond because he played him in such a specifically tight assed way. Now, after the James Bond series, he played in some movies where he played assassins who were kind of like drunks and kind of like loose. And those portrayals were incredible. If you would have played James Bond like more of a kind of fast and loose kind of fuck up. He would have maybe been the best James Bond because remember he was in that show Remington Steel on TV. Well, he he played like a James Bond type character on this show called Remington Steel. I just remember him in uh, I just remember him in the Thomas Crown Affair and in Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, he he had a very big hit TV show called Remington Steel, and he 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 got really famous okay. and popular, and he played like a James basically a kind of a knockoff of James Bond. But he was also kind of fast and loose, and it was a comedy, dramedy, or whatever you want to call it. And so, and in fact, because 
of Remington Steele, he he wanted to be the next James Bond after Roger Moore, but because he was locked into his contract, they had to get somebody else. And that's why they had, um, who's that guy that they had in between? In between Pierce Brosnan and Daniel Craig? No, in between uh, Roger Moore and Pierce Brosnan, they had a guy, Roger it's not Roger Daltrey, but it's something like that. <laughs> that would have been fun. Lead singer of The Who. Anyways, they had this other guy who was really bad. Um, they, he was like a dark version, right? It just was. He just wasn't good. He just didn't. He didn't have it. And then, and then Pierce Brosnan finally got it, and he's a little too old. And he just play. He was like, "I'm gonna play him in a very specific way that's not like Remington Steele at all." He wanted to make sure that he wasn't like that. Anyways. Uh, it wasn't good. And, and then of course we have Daniel Craig, who's incredible. Amazing. As James Bond. Yeah. He's pretty good. But here's what happens. So Spectre comes along and Spectre's so bad. It makes you realize, oh, this is completely ridiculous that anybody could kind of walk this maze or walk this tightrope of all the shit that he does. It just made me go, oh Yeah. It's all bullshit. Um, but am I going to watch the new one? Hell yeah, I am. I watched them all because here's why I did. I grew up on the Pierce Brosnan ones. I never liked them. I don't. I never read the books. I'm not a big James Bond guy. But that Casino Royale, that first Daniel Craig oh, Bond, so movie, great. It's one of the best little heisty whodunits spy thrillers ever. To Fan, me. Fantastic. And he starts so, out. He starts out, and he's like has never killed anybody and you see him kill somebody in the beginning of that movie and you're like and you can see he's like it fucks him up but by the end of the movie he's like oh yeah i'm 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 a killing machine now by the end of the movie he's changed he's a cold-blooded murderer i haven't seen another one since then that was good in fact quantum of solace is one of the worst movies i've ever seen. quantum of solace is not good but skyfall is great did you watch I that? I saw Skyfall. That's yeah, but fun. I don't remember anything about it. Starts out with the scorpion. He fucking jumps off that fucking yeah. bridge off the train. There's always good stuff. Oh. oh, man. You know, one of the worst movies ever is that I was really surprised is, you know, Casino Royale is a remake. Oh, yeah. No, the first and one with da- with uh, David Niven. Wo- Woody Allen's in it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible. 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 Oh, unwatchably Speaking bad. Speaking of Woody Allen, have you been watching... Uh, pharaoh no. versus allen no absolutely not i'm not going to watch it want, that's a total hit. you talk that. about a hit piece that's a hit piece it is a hit piece but i'm like i'll watch it it's definitely only pharaoh's it's only the pharaoh's viewpoint so i'm taking that into consideration there's just some damning video that dylan shot that mia pharaoh shot of dylan when she was real like six or seven or eight i don't know how old she was where she's talking about what happened and it's pretty unsettling. Yeah. But the, the, the people who investigated that entire crime, there were actually two independent state appointed people. Who I know, investigated. but they, they talk about that too. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they do, but here's the point to what you said. You just brought up that thing and it just, it's, it's worth mentioning that in the actual reports, which you can, anyone can read their public record. The conclusion was that the kid, showed no physical or emotional signs of actually being abused. And in fact, they did exhibit signs of having been coached to say they were abused. Right. So you can, you can tell your kid a bunch of shit and you can tell your kid to say a bunch of shit and you can film them over and over until they get it right. You can do that with your kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
when you're talking about a crime that intense but the thing that the thing the takeaway that i have is that i don't think mia farrow did that i don't think she coached her i don't think she i think she was uh, really unhappy when she found out about sun yi for sure Mm -hmm. and and obviously this happened after she found out about sun yi so that that's that's the part that's damning for for mia farrow and for the whole thing because it's like well, she's going to be upset. That's her daughter. It'd be like if I found out that my wife was having an affair with my son. Like it would yeah, but re- it would really like bother that. me. It's really not like that. And that that's one of the issues with this wait, whole Wait, wait, no, case. no, no, but it is like that. How is it different? It's not like that. How is it different? It's an adopted kid first of all. Yeah, but but it doesn't matter it, it doesn't matter if the kid's adopted or it's not That's not it, my only point. Okay. That's not my only point. Okay. Kids adopted Mia Farrow habitually adopted children. She adopted like 10 kids. Yeah, she had a lot of kids. And this this kid was adopted and then sent away to live with her dad. So, you know, that's not really this case with you and Luke. Luke is your blood son, never sent away. He's been a what part do you mean of your sent life. Away? Soon you lived with her, Mia's ex-husband. Soon you didn't live with Mia. She was never there. She didn't live, she lived with Andre, Andre Previn? Yes. I don't yes. think so. Yes. Yeah. Well, they definitely don't talk about that in the show. Well, why would they? I mean, did they talk about the fact that she refused to take a polygraph test and Woody Allen did take one? I mean... Well, here's the deal. He took a polygraph test. He took a private... He 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 set up a polygraph test that he took. Mm-hmm. And then when the... When the when the police asked him to take one, he's like, "No, I'm not going to take. I've already taken one." And they're like, "Well, that was an independent one." And he's like, "Well, I took one already." And mm-hmm. and this these are the results. But he didn't want to take one with the police. He was very strategic about the whole thing. Like he, I mean he he had that shit on lock. He had some high dollar lawyers. He was spinning that story uh, in a very precise way. He was having affairs with young women. I mean, he, he they interviewed the chick who Manhattan was based on. Did you see Manhattan? Mary, Mar- Mariel Hemingway, yeah. Uh, so Mariel Hemingway plays this chick who's 17 that he's having an affair with, and he's 50 mm-hmm. in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And then they interviewed the chick that he dated for a couple years before that, that the movie's supposedly based on. And she was like, yeah, we, you know, I met him when I was 16, but we officially started dating when i was 17 or 18 or something yeah but meanwhile no one gave a shit about any of that manhattan won like four oscars nobody, so I get nobody it. gave Na- a shit about that and and for sure that yeah. he started having this relationship with sun yi when she was 16 or 17 so he no. likes no that's not correct well he, he was like 20 years old that's way different than 16 he was he but he knew her when she was 16 well yeah it was his girlfriend's daughter but she didn't live with them she didn't live with mia it's it looks it looks like they were all living together. Yeah, I'm sure they made it look however they need it to look. Right. But go look it up. Dude. I, will. I mean, no, I'm going to. Uh, that's that's very interesting. I think when I think when she divorced that guy that they adopted her with, she lived with that guy, Andy Previn or something. And yeah, the guy, yeah. the guy that yeah, and they were friends. They stayed friends. Her sure. and Mia, or him and Mia. Dude, dude, the night that of the supposed allegations, Mia and Woody went to dinner together. They were at dinner. He went to a birthday party at their house that like 15 other people were at, including their other son, Moses, 
who two years ago wrote a pretty scathing takedown of all of Mia's stuff. He's like, I was 14 years old. I was trained by her to hate him. I was trained that day to watch him because everyone in that house were told every day that he was a monster. He's like, so I hated him when I was 14 and I kept a fucking keen eye on that motherfucker. And he's like, basically, this is all bullshit. She was upset. And he talks a lot about how much Mia abused her kids. She would always adopt these, you know, disabled kids and it would always be too much to handle. And she would beat her kids. A lot of their brothers and sisters killed themselves. Is that in the documentary? I doubt it. That's not in there. And they yeah. they, they definitely have a bunch of kids who did not testify. I did I, I or or weren't part of the documentary. All none of the Asian kids were part of the documentary. Not yeah. one. Why do you Why do you think that is? Well, it sounds like they either couldn't speak English, uh, killed themselves. Or were on Woody's side. The thing to check out, uh, <laughs> dude. I can't believe you just <laughs> what? T- totally weren't listening to what I said. Yeah, I was. I was looking it up. There, everyone needs to go read uh, the op-ed that Moses Pharaoh wrote All right, about I'm, the whole. I'm going to read it. You know, he started. He, here's the deal. Here's why he's a dummy. Here's why Woody Allen's stupid. He started dating his girlfriend's adopted daughter. She was an adult. She wasn't in their lives in a father-daughter role. But he, that's just, I don't think he really did anything wrong. I think he did something weird and he's paying for it, basically. But he didn't do anything wrong as far as I understand the details. Well, here, here's 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 what they make. But he's a dummy. But he's a dummy. For here's here's what they make it sound like he did. So there's a, there's a, there's a, a moment where one of the babysitters walks in and he mm-hmm. and, and his head's in her lap. His head's like in her lap, which is yeah. There's no like that's never had like because I'm I have a daughter, so I'm using every all of my experience with my daughter, and like everything that he says and everything like just feels right. It's like oh yeah, that's what my relationships like with my daughter. But then when 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 the lady walks in and his head's in his daughter's lap, I'm like, well, that's what what is that? That I've never seen that. Nobody's ever done that. But Moses Pharaoh says in his article that that never happened. He said he was in the room the entire time and that the story about Woody's face being in Dylan's lap is bullshit. Never happened. Right. Well, he says it never happened. Okay. All right. Well, so if that, right. If that, so I, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a very damning uh, thing. Like just that alone makes you go, well, nobody's ever done that. So that immediately puts some, it, it, it makes you start suspecting Woody Allen. Now, what they do is they show a bunch of Dylan talking, oh, pointing at her vagina going, oh, he touched me here. And like, none of that's, none of that. You're like, okay, well, what does that mean? Yeah. Maybe he like picked her up or something, you know, like he's not doing that on purpose. Nobody would ever do that. But then at the, so at the end of the third episode, there's, I guess four episodes, if there's more than four episodes, I'm going to fucking shoot myself at the end of the third episode. They bring up the thing for the other thing that they make sure that you realize is that Woody Allen's a creep. And I, and I will say this, I think all men are creeps. All, and when, when I say creeps, I mean, all men are thinking about sex. It's just our programming. Now, all men don't act on that. They don't act on those sexual urges, but you know, you see a, you see a a good looking lady, you're going to, it, it brings up some thoughts mm-hmm. your dudes are creeps well uh, i 
when I say uh, creeps, I mean we women just, are the same. People are sexual. Uh, people see I attractive agree. people yes, and they think about all, having sex with them. All men and women. That's it. It's simple. all men and women see somebody attractive and they're going to have sexual thoughts. So yeah, that's what I'm saying when I say creeps. Okay. Now the, well, the thing about Woody Allen is you see in his movies. I mean, the, the all those movies that he made in the '90s where he's in his 50s and all of the chicks in the movies are like 20. Those movies are gross. Like every time I've seen, every time I see those, every when I watched them, I was like, "Don't no, don't make yourself the love interest with this twenty-year-old chick. It's gross and horrible. I don't want to watch it." Uh, you'd have to be more specific because I'm not sure that's the case for a lot of them. In in Manhattan Murder Mystery, which is probably his most famous movie in the '90s, it's him and Diane Keaton. All right, sure, but. There's other there's other movies where he's like 58 or 60 and he's having a relationship with a 28 year old or a 25 year old. It's it's not it's gross. He's he's not attractive. He's barely attractive in his 40s. But what does that have to do with anything? It means I want to watch a movie. So what if he was? I want to watch George Clooney and Brad Pitt be the love interest. I don't want to watch fucking a seventy year old Woody Allen. Well, what does that have to do with what we're talking about, though? Who cares? Then don't watch his movies. What does that have to do with the Mia Farrow thing? Well, what they do is they set him up to be to be this like creep who was dating young women. But I think there's a difference between dating somebody who's seventeen or eighteen and sexually molesting a six year old. That's those are two different things. Well, and the thing is, Soon Yi was 20, okay? Th- that's the other thing that's just maddening to me about this. And I-, I hate even having to defend it because anyone who hurts children, I want to kill them. And if Woody Allen hurt a kid, and I really believe he did, he can go fuck himself. And I don't care how good Bananas is or how good any of his movies are. I He's one of my favorite directors. So I'm in a weird position where I'm like, well, what's going on here, right? Well, the Michael Jackson he, records are off the shelf for me. Yeah, of course. And, and he's one of my favorites of all time. Since I was a kid, they're gone. All right. Well, I'm going to watch the rest of this. I'm going to read that Moses Pharaoh thing. I will say that what they what they want you to believe in this documentary is that at some point he stuck his finger in her butt, which is like, what? What's, what is that? <laughs> okay. Performed maybe cunnilingus. We should okay. have a spoiler alert at the beginning of this fucking podcast. This is definitely yeah, triggering. Warning. Bob Bob might say cunnilingus. Well, <laughs> no, it's we're talking about sexual abuse. No, this is intense. And, no, it's, it's, intense. and it's triggering and it's horrible for, for a lot of people. There was no penis. At no point did she say I saw his penis or there was no there was no mention of penis. It was it was some finger in her vagina, finger in her anus. Which I'm like, what? What is? What is that? What is that? The only yeah, reason, that's what he, the only reason yeah. you would ever do that with anybody, with a woman, is if you were going to get something afterwards. Well, and let alone doing it while you know while they're mad at him about Sunni. Well, and, and well, the other and while thing, there are 15 right. people around. The other thing that they do in the thing, there's a bunch of stuff that they do. Along, there's all red flags for me. You know, they're like, oh, well, they were missing for tw- for twenty minutes. We we couldn't find Dylan, and we couldn't find Woody Allen. So, if they were missing for twenty minutes, you got to lop off the first five minutes and the first the next five minutes. You know what I mean? Like, well, they also say that he took her into like an attic where there was a train set, and Moses Pharaoh is like, that room never existed. So, that's all a fabrication. I don't know. About we never had. There's definitely an attic. In the house. There's an attic, but he's like, it was an attic like any attic, and you had to go through this weird door to get in it, and there wasn't any room in it for a fucking train setup. 
Right. <laughs> He's just like, you I'm, know? Gonna, I'm definitely going to read the article. I, I'm going to watch the last episode. Anyways, God damn it. We've spent a long time talking about this. Uh, check it out. It's on, it's on HBO. You, you guys write us in and tell us what you think. My, oh, no, no, here's no, what, no, here's no, what no, I do know. Do I try don't to get my that. wife to watch it. She wouldn't watch it. And then my ex-wife wouldn't talk about it because wow. she was like, I'm like, what do you guys think? And she's like, what, what are you talking about? Like she's Woody Allen is definitely like should be in jail according to my ex-wife. Yeah. And that's in a lot of ways, you know, uh, Mia's kind of the rest. She spent the last chunk of her life. See, that's the other weird stuff too. Another really great nineties Woody Allen movie that if, uh, unless you're like really upset about all this and he's dead to you, which by the way, that's fine. Another great movie though, is called husbands and wives in which he stars with Mia Farrow because she was his girlfriend when they started the film. In the middle of shooting, the Sunyi thing broke out, and she finished the film. They kept making they kept making movies even after that. No, that was Husbands and Wives is the last one. Are you sure? Yeah, it's like ninety four. Yeah. Anyways, uh, well, anyway, <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot. That's definitely in the I'm not okay category well it's just important it's the facts matter you know the facts are really important someone could say something about you or me or anyone any day and the reason that he the reason he hired lawyers and the reason he did what he did to clear his name is because that's what you have to do when people accuse you of something that's going to destroy your life i agree i no, i agree and i'm i'm open all the way around i'm listening to everything i will say that this that the video of dylan with her it's uns- it's 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 unsettling it's yeah. un- and because until that third episode i was like yeah this all this none of it makes sense because here's the other thing about woody allen you have to take into consideration people are what people are if you're into something you're into something you're not into something one day for 10 minutes in your attic if you're into something, you're that's what you're into your whole life. Like there would have been some kid shit in his movies. There there'd be some pedophilia in his movies. There is a bunch of there People is think a, that's what Manhattan is. Well, I again, I think there's a difference between a dude having a relationship with a 17-year-old and then raping a six-year-old the, the other thing too is like yeah he made a movie called manhattan where he is a guy a professor in his 40s who dates a, a high school chick who's about to graduate and go to college i don't like that i never really liked it but it won a bunch of oscars and no one cared and that doesn't make it right but that's worth pointing out no one gave a fuck no but and, there's a difference between gr- there's a difference between inappropriate like that just feels that just seems inappropriate like i don't it's gross it's gross I know, but the point i'm making is that's but it's a not, movie it's not the movie. same thing as having it's not the same thing as molesting no, a six not a year crime. old right it's not a crime it's not a crime against a child and the other thing too is everyone's like well he made these movies and people uh, you know uh, art imitates life uh he's got a thing it's like well he dated diane keaton for like eight years she's his age he dated mia farrow for like 10 years so you can't say like, oh, he dated a young chick once. Oh, he made a movie where he dates a young chick and ignore the fact that he obviously also likes spending a lot of time with women his own age. He likes women. He likes women. Yeah. And if you like women, you're not you're not molesting kids and you're definitely not molesting your only daughter. That was his only daughter. 
He adopted that daughter. He adopted Moses, Dylan, and, and then he then he had Satchel, and then Satchel changed his name to Ronan, which of course you're gonna that's a bad name. Satchel is not a good name for a kid. No. But no. they found themselves pregnant after they adopted uh Dylan. But he actually Mia adopted Dylan. And then after she was born, Woody Allen really fell in love with her. As you are wont to do when you have a child that you're that you're taking care of, you fall in guess love with who, them. Guess who Ronan Farrow's dad is? It's not Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Oh, it's no, not? No, it's Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? Dude, Mia Farrow was married to Frank Sinatra, when, and she had an affair while she was with Woody with Frank. He looks exactly like Frank Sinatra. Oh, really? They were seen together. Dude, does Ronan... Ronan Farrow is extremely attractive. Woody Allen, real not attractive. Dude, dude, it's like heavily known, highly known. Oh, I didn't know that Ronan know. Farrow is a, that. is a, is a is the product of an affair that Mia had with Frank Sinatra. I did not know that. So I'm learning a lot. Yeah. Here's a th- here's the thing about me, dude. Out. Here's the thing about me. I'm open to learning. <laughs> if you say something that makes sense to me, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. I'm not like going to stick to my, whatever my convictions are. I'm going to look at all the facts. I'm the same way. And I will reevaluate on the spur of the moment. I'm the same way. But the reason I'm not watching the documentary is because I don't think the goal of the documentary is like, hey, let's try to like get to the bottom of this. The, the, the goal of the documentary is hit piece. And there's no new evidence that I'm aware of in it that I haven't already read about. Well, there they they do present a lot of things that I did not know about Um and it is it is eye opening, and it definitely it definitely they they do the thing. We we had the same discussion with Ryan Adams. They they do the thing with the Ryan Adams thing where they're like, oh yeah, he gets these chicks to open up for him on tour, and then he tries to have sex with them. Okay, that's that's gross. That's inappropriate. That's not cool. I I've never done it. I don't think he should do it. But does that make him a criminal or a monster or cancelable? No. And then they try to, then they have this one thing where he sent a, a fucking text message to a chick who was 16 or whatever the fuck. And then they try to put the two and two together. And that's what they do in this documentary. Yeah. They go, okay, he likes having sex with teenage girls. Uh, so he's a creep. Oh, and he was yeah, like, he was always like hugging his daughter and stuff, which you do. You hug your daughter. I love my daughter more than anything in the world. I've never known the love that I have, except for my son. I have the, the same love for my son, but it's it's a different love that I have for my son than my daughter because he's a, a dude and my daughter's a, a girl and I love her and I love hugging her. So, no, so, But what they're trying to do is they're like, oh, he, but he was always hugging her and he was always looking at her and always like couldn't take his eyes off her and it was it just seemed weird. And and they show this footage, and he he's a weird looking kind of creepy dude. He's in his like mid late fifties, and he's hanging out with this little girl. And they just keep showing it over and over. And you're like, well, maybe you, maybe he was being inappropriate. I don't know. You know, you start doubting. And then, of course, they have this video of her saying, "Well, he put his finger in my butt, and <laughs> he grabbed me here," and and you're like, oh, well, that's. You know, that's fucked up because you do get the idea that Mia Farrow did not coach this girl. And and here's the other thing. Mia Farrow, now 30 years after the fact, is a very credible witness. And they do have phone conversations with 
Woody Allen that she taped back then where she also sounds pretty reasonable but she knows she's being taped on those phone calls so she's going when you know you're being taped you're gonna be reasonable you're only gonna say reasonable things because you know you're taping well you should read that article that her son wrote because he's basically like he describes her as pretty unhinged i'm sure dude i'm sure she was anyways all right i'm gonna read that article maybe you should read it too we'll continue the discussion because i'm gonna watch the next episode on sunday and we'll see where it lands oh boy good god what an episode what an episode dude this is like 2020 it's iok 2020 edition dude this is special edition we fucking figured it out dude we're like fucking tmz tmz fyi gfy (laughs) dude well we're figuring it out dude we could become the new hollywood podcast people are going to turn to us to find out what's going on they're going to be like Oh, what happened? What's the deal with OJ? Let's turn into I okay, you're okay, and get their take on it. Guilty. 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 Bye. Guilty. Game over. We'll have to talk about that on another episode, how insanely guilty he was, and that motherfucker went free. Well, that's lawyering. That that dude, Cuba Gooding that Jr. Dude all lawyered up. Horrible as OJ. Great actor. Horrible as OJ. That was the worst <laughs> casting. I never watched that. It looked so oh, bad. John it's Travolta. really good. Oh, dude, it's really good. You have, dude, you have to watch it. I know it's it got really it got, it good. Got, it got good reviews. Oh man, David Schwimmer is in it. It's worth watching. Travolta's great in it. Ah, uh, dude, I finally I watched the. I got all the way through WandaVision. I watched the last episode. Yeah, and you don't like it. Still don't like it, huh? Here's my here's my grade for WandaVision. F minus. F minus. I was huh? gonna give it an F plus and I was like, no, I'm just gonna give it what it is. F minus. We're halfway through season three of Call My Agent. And to finish that soon. I love it. It's fun. It's love awesome. it, right? You just love those characters. Here's here's the thing about great shows though, too. I don't love the I don't think I like anyone on the show. I don't think I was thinking about this last night. I was like, do I like anybody? And I don't think I'm I think I might like Camille, maybe. And I like Hervé. And that's it. I love everybody. I love them. I They're can't stand so- Andrea. She's And she's the main. We were we were like, who's the main character of that show? It's Andrea for sure. I, I love her. her. She's so wonderful. Is she, yeah. And in the third season, she's pregnant, right? Yeah. Don't say anything else, though. I won't. I love her. I love the the the, the frumpy guy who's with the with the uh, really hot actress. I, I don't know. You who's know, the that? frumpy. Gabriel? The fr- the, yeah. Gabriel. I love him. Well, he's not with a hot actress right now when where I'm at. So don't say anything else. You're already spoiling shit. I love Matthias. Yeah, you're just naming all the characters. You love them all. I, they're all I love scumbags. his daughter. His losing. daughter's great. Camille, yeah. I like Camille. And who, Hervé is so great. Hervé, that, I like dude, Hervé. that dude is fucking... If that guy did not win a Caesar for best supporting actor, for fuck, fuck the Caesars. Because that guy is the best actor I've seen on TV. And so is the other... Is it Camila is the other assistant? The other assistant is Noemi. Noemi's amazing. She's such incredible. Like the acting is so fucking great. The acting's good. Yeah. And the soundtrack is is flawless. Like it's perfect. Listen, we gotta get out of here. Dude, we're like fucking entertainment tonight. Dude, you don't need to watch E television. You just need to watch this podcast. Go to IOK, go to Patreon, backslash. Patreon, I'm too excited about our new format. Go to patreon.com backslash IOK and become a Patreon member today and watch this on video. 
because you got that BDE. Check out uh, my other podcast, The Song Club. Check out Clint's pod. If you haven't checked out Clint's pod, other podcast, Metal Up Your Podcast, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You're probably listening to two. You're probably listening to two episodes of I'm Okay a week, and that's probably filling you up. But if you if you're still a little, you still need a little taste. Metal up your podcast. Check that out. It sounds more. It sounds more uh, sexual than it is. It's it's mostly about the human experience. With you know, they're using Metallica as an excuse to talk, but it's about the human experience. You'll like it. If you like this, you'll like that. It's you know what it's really about. It's about Woody Allen and Mia Farrow. <laughs> it's a lot about that, dude. Dude, I think we're gonna take down TMZ and E Television. In one episode. This is it. They're done. They're done, dude. Put a fucking... What is it when you put put a fucking toothpick in it? A fork. Put a fork in it. It's done. There's a new fucking pop culture fucking king in town. I okay. You okay? I'm not okay. You're not okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Let's kick it to the Secret Weekly. Bye. 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 <laughs>